You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Season 4, Episode 11 of Gossip Girl. Tonight's host is Roxy R. Stryer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz's co-hosts, Sarah S. Stratton, twins Michelle M. and Melissa M. Macedo, and Jenna J. Ling. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. We want to hear from you, too. If you want to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347 855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Roxy R. Stryer. So we just got back from watching the season finale, or for a little bit, of Gossip Girl. The episode was called The Townie. We had a couple questions about the townie. We've decided it's a person who sticks around a town a lot. You know, they hang around, which described the episode pretty well. And unfortunately, Jenna can't be with us today because she's having some car issues. But we have Phil here to fill in for her. No pun Uh, intended. Wow, that was good. I'm (laughs) glad to join up. Uh, It's been a few weeks since I've had the privilege of co-hosting. Oh, and aren't you just so lucky. But... In case you missed any of the gossip and the drama, um, here's what happened pretty much in the episode. We saw Blair, Ian, and Dan. Well, Blair and Dan took a road trip. They bumped into Ian, found out more about Juliet and the whole Ben, Serena, Nate situation. And it ended up turning out that Lily was behind all the drama. But starting with Blair and Ian and Dan, what was going on here? It was like my head was turning left and right. First, I thought I was mad at Ian, and I thought that he was going to be the bad boy because you saw him has the little student. And then I was mad at Blair because she was kind of mean to Dan. And I don't know. This was a very confusing episode, but very interesting. What what were you just saying, that you're very satisfied? Yeah, it was really satisfying. It's a good word for it, for sure. Okay, so Blair and Dan, weird team. Definitely weird team. Mm-hmm. Definitely weird team. And like you just mentioned, how she just whipped out some insults to, to him. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Off the spot, just, oh, well, you don't do anything with your life, and you just give everything for Serena, and look how horrible you are, belittling, yeah. belittling, belittling. And basically, she's the reason why he didn't go on the road trip. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was thinking the entire mm-hmm. time. As Serena's best friend, and knowing that Serena wants Dan, why was... Blair so insistent on making Dan believe that Serena didn't want him. Yeah, it yeah, was that weird. Was, that was strange. I didn't understand that. And she wasn't doing it, it didn't seem like she was doing it in a manipulative way. It didn't seem like she was doing it to be conniving. It just seemed like she was talking out of her ass, kind of. Yeah. And I was like, Blair, do you even understand the implications of what you're saying right now? Your best friend really likes this dude. And you're completely turning him the other direction. Like, why, why are you doing that? Do you guys think she knew what she was doing at all? I just didn't, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Yeah. Like, I was sitting there watching it going, motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some sort of motivation. Like, yeah. there's some yeah. connection. I couldn't yeah. The only it thing out. I could think is maybe it's just in Blair's nature to yeah. be little people. Maybe she can't. It yeah. is true. I, I don't think she does it to be mean. I think it's just the way she is. But 
you know what she's great for? Is her one-liners. I'm, I'm trying to think of specifically, <laughs> what did she say in this episode? They walked into to see all the drugs and everybody using it, and she sees the guy with the I heart balls on his forehead, and <laughs> she says, oh, well, at least he's owning it, and it's like, she's just so funny. Every time it's she so says funny. something, it's like, no, I would never want her to be my best friend in a million years, but oh my god, is she the best character on the show to watch, or what? Yeah, she's hilarious. My favorite character from the beginning. But, but I do feel bad for Dan, and he doesn't really ever stick up for himself. No, and you didn't even see it towards the end of the episode when, like, he, 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 like, mentions his writing in one line, and he really just, he lacks any gusto to be like, look, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. you go do something, because I want to do this for me. He's right. like, do it for you. And, like, maybe in the back of his head, there's, like, something, oh, I, I can get this too. But he won't stand up and say, mm-hmm. I need to do this for myself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even at the end of the episode, which was very emotional and nice of him to say to Serena, you know what, you need to go do this for yourself. He's never thinking about himself. He, she goes, I think this will be good for us. And he says, but what will be good for you? Mm-hmm. How about you, Dan? What's good for you? I mean, this girl, think about this entire season. First, a girl comes in and says that she has your son, Milo. So you drop everything. You let her move in with the kid. You never even get your own blood tests, whatever. Then, you decide that you've got to take care of this baby because you think she's left you. So you try to find somebody who'd be motherly. Vanessa, you have her move in. Like, you're never thinking about yourself. You're yeah. thinking about the baby. You're thinking about Bleeding Serena. Heart. You're thinking about, yeah, it's like this poor yeah. kid. And also Serena just put Dan through all this crap about which one am I going to pick. And Dan is all about, oh, it's about you, Serena. But he never thinks about himself. Well, maybe it's appropriate for Serena's egocentric world. That Dan just totally cares about her because that's who she needs. But but is he ever going to stop and look and say, hold on, here's what I need. Somebody do this. Hopefully. Hopefully mm-hmm. somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. watching Blair will make him do that. And maybe Blair, I don't know, I was thinking that maybe she's a little jealous with subconsciously. Because I have a little, I have a thought, but I think I'll save it for predictions about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that. I want to know your theories. I tell you, I <laughs> love them so much. Head. I have the same thought, but I don't know. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> connection across the table. <laughs> well, what do we think about Ian? How did how did he come into this? And and he looked really weird and different <laughs> when he was a kid. And when did he turn from being yeah. innocent good boy to badass drug dealer? When yeah. did he decide to go with them? Like, he was like, oh, I'm going to follow yeah, you now. Oh, I'm going to follow you to the city. Yeah. Thanks for the ride. Bye. Like, like yeah. oh, I guess I'm invited to everything with you guys. Cool. Let me just yeah. follow it's you like, around. It's like, yeah. weren't you I, doing something? Seriously. And I'm, can I just say the only difference between him now and him in high school was his hair was swooped the other way. Yep. So <laughs> funny. So funny. But you know what? You know what I was thinking never got answered, which I think is going to come up eventually, is... They said when um, we found out that Serena wasn't the one who signed the papers, that it was Lily. Mm -hmm. But the dean was talking to Ben, and she said, and they have an eyewitness. How did the dean know that there was an eyewitness at the the breakfast place, Mm -hmm. at the breakfast in bed place? Ian must have come forward to Lily or to the dean or something, you know? I think that was part of I think I think he could be on to something. Like, maybe that's why they introduced him in the episode in the first place, to bring yeah, him back. Yeah, because he's been gone for a while. And then, well, uh, another thing I wanted to say about him is that party, 
Okay, this is the first time I've looked at a party, and I was like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of some of the parties I've been to. Yeah, like, yeah it's first real party, totally. red solo yeah. cups. Okay. Yeah. Drunk yeah. players, cool. like, what is this? I love it's balls. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how many parties have you been to where people are taking body shots, and somebody's on the ground, and somebody's outside vomiting, yes. and it's like, it's like, oh, so the creators of Gossip Girl don't think that Gossip Girl's real life. They do know what a real college party is like. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, it's a relief. Like, my... And then, and then I thought about it a second longer, and then I was like, oh, my pathetic life. Right. Wait. <laughs> yeah, and I, was like, and I was like, oh, they know what normal people are like. Oh, God, am I a normal person? Uh, oh, please don't let me be a normal person. Yeah. No, but, but I was very surprised to see Ian there, even though we saw him in the preview from last week. I'd forgotten about that. And like I'm saying, I, I think he has a little more to do with the situation because it almost seemed like, he had a little crush on Serena. Yeah. By almost, I mean completely and totally. He was doing her homework and whatever. He I offered to help wait. as soon as she was mentioned. Wait, I, I have a question. Okay, you know when they were all partying at the boarding school? Was he her roommate or something? Like, he was her tutor. He was to her. Oh, and her, he was yeah. just like tutor in there tutor. while they I were... I think he was invited to the party to do her homework, literally. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. But what I don't remember, and maybe somebody can refresh my memory here, was... Did we ever see Ian into Serena, or did we always see him into Little Jay? Or he came back originally into Serena, right? Is that? I think so. I think so too. Yeah, I think so. I think he, but he, like, screwed over Little Jay. I think. Yeah. No, I remember him screwing over Little Jay, but I don't remember whether he was really into Serena at first. It seemed like he liked her. I think. I don't know. We're definitely going to be seeing more of him. We'll talk about that in predictions obviously and I, unless anybody has anything to say about Dan who seems to other than being lonely boy forever I don't really have much to say about him I have a positive uh-huh mm. it seems like he knows how to be domestic at the end <laughs> yes. he's cooking and possibly cleaning I mm-hmm. mean yeah he loves to make waffles oh he's a perfect housewife I'm so happy for and him and he bought the food See, yeah, he did buy the food, the Brooklyn boy. You know, we make a house a home. Yeah, and that's a, that is actually a good point because, first of all, the, the end was very weird. It was very weird. They all were sitting eating dinner together. But this is now what I'm calling the Fab Five, which I always thought of as the four. I always thought of it as mm. Serena and Blair and Chuck and Nate. Always. But Dan has completely made his way into the Fab Five now. Yeah, Dan yeah, has he's, he's in it. himself in the friendship. It is the five of them. And the five of them make up the show. Mm. I mean, Vanessa, where the hell are you? We don't even... Where was she this episode? Remember, she went home. Oh, She got scared. And when when she's home, we don't see her. It's like if Serena goes on vacation, part of the show follows her. But when Vanessa goes somewhere, they don't follow Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Little Jay goes somewhere, they don't follow Little Jay. Juliet, not for long. But these five, they seem to be the main five. And and I like that. And I'm good with that. I, I don't know... I don't know how long it's going to stay like that for, but I think that's good. Uh, but I thought that it was so funny. He was like, oh, I cooked and I set the table and oh, I guess I'll clean up too. And they, <laughs> the four of them kind of all think of him as like their little servant. Yeah, they're like, way. okay, clean up. Yeah, yeah like it's expected that he would make the food and get the food and, and set the table and clean up after them. And it's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all have maids or whatever. They're not used to doing uh, it themselves. I think that's part of the reason why Blair talks to him the way she does. Right. And because he takes it like yeah. a little bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to be rude. And he is seems really sweet, nice guy, 
whatever. It's like when you break up with a badass boyfriend and you're like, oh, I need to date the good guy for yeah. a little while. <laughs> so He's that good guy. So he, he is what he is. But other than that, I wanted to talk about the Juliet, Serena, Ben situation. Oh, my gosh. That was not the way I expected it going. When I saw Juliet sitting in Serena's room, I thought she was going to kill her. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was going to bring a gun in. Or a weapon. Yeah. I am so happy that it didn't go that way. I can't even tell you. I'm so happy that she decided to spill the beans. But what was the thought process behind this? Was she thinking, oh my gosh, I need to save my ass? Was she thinking, too many lies, we need to get this out on the table? What do we think she was thinking? Juliet? Yeah, Juliet. I think it was about saving her own ass. I think she wanted to figure out, like... I think that it could have gone down the whole fighting path. I think she went there looking for a fight, and Serena, Serena surprised her with her reaction. I mean, because mm-hmm. yeah. she yeah. basically was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I think that if Serena did know or did do that, that it would have escalated. I don't think yeah. Juliet came there thinking, oh, this is going to be peace. Meanwhile, oh, this this. I think she went to go... Look, finished the job she was did. gonna do before. Yeah, like I'm going to like know this, like yeah. ready for a fight. Okay, but but meanwhile, Serena got completely screwed. Serena did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. She didn't sleep with this professor. She did try, but she was underage. She was dumb. She was young. She did not sign these papers. She did not make any accusations. She did not know he was in jail. Mm-hmm, which is really surprising. You right. don't even hear about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, because it's not in the paper, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the whole point. Yeah. Right, but... To keep it so disclosed. Right, I'm right. sure, School obviously. rumors. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is, you would think, after hearing what Juliet said, Serena would say, A, not only F you for doing everything you did to me, even if it had been justified, but B, what you... Or attacking me for, I didn't even do. Yeah. And all I'm, of this... I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. So not okay. okay. I know. All I... of this is from all of the people who were just doubting her, too. Like, all... Everybody else, that, like, Lily who signed the paper for her and everything. Right. Out of, like, doubt. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, I, I don't know. First, I would like to consider myself a pretty reasonable person. But if Juliet came to me while I was sitting in rehab... Thinking that I had just blown sh- some coke and that I had blacked out and that I had drugged myself and that I was crazy and that I hooked up with these two guys. Mm. And she came to me and said, just so you know, not only did I with- withdraw you from Columbia, I- I'm the person who did that, not only if I messed up your yeah. relationship with Nate and Dan, not only did I drug you and almost kill you, mm-hmm. not only am I the reason you're sitting here in rehab... But now I I have the balls to sit here and tell you you did something you didn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was completely, like, appalled. And then Blair and Dan are standing there, and they're like, you have to see. Yeah. It doesn't matter if she thought what she was doing was under different circumstances. Kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Serena's like, no, I'm going after my mom. And really, what Serena's mom did, yes, it is Horrible. Horrible. But not horrible to Serena. Horrible to this other guy. Yeah. Bad to Serena, but she didn't drug Serena. She didn't do any of the stuff that Juliet did. Yeah. Why isn't Serena freaking out? 
Julia yeah. is dangerous, and as long as she's like out there, and she's just like, I promise that I won't do it again. But that, but that was creepy. Nothing. Well, here's here's the thing for me. I mean, uh, think about it. Your own mother doesn't trust you, and basically, it, it it's a deeper thing where. Literally, your own mother doesn't trust you. Her whole world is shattered. So it's not the fact, you know, fine, Juliet did what she did, but but it cuts so much deeper of that the people closest to her mm. don't trust her. Yeah, and, I see and, that. And, but wouldn't you be like, I'm going to get this crazy person away from me right now? And it's, it's not like somebody stood there and said, Serena, you get to be mad at one person. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly what I was going to say. It's like, if this happened to me... I'd be pissed at everybody. Everyone. Like, why can you only have focus on one thing? That's exactly what I would say. Here's literally what I would say. Blair, screw you for being my best friend and not believing in me. Yeah. Mom, screw you for signing this and accusing somebody of something he didn't do. Ben, screw you for sending Juliet to do this. And I thought you knew me and clearly you didn't. Mm -hmm. Juliet, screw you for trying to kill me. Vanessa and little Jay, screw you for being... Uh, Juliet's backup people. Oh, and her brother. Nate, screw you for not believing me. Uh, Eric, screw you for not believing me. Dan, thank you for trusting yeah. me. You're my only friend right now. Let's yeah. run away and be together forever. You're clearly the only person who, who believes in me. Yes. Like, literally, that's what I would say. Yeah. Oh, Rufus kind of believed in her, too. Yeah, that's true. Rufus thank you, Rufus. Rufus did, was... Got some brownie points for yeah, me in this did. episode. Yeah. For not letting Lily walk all over him. For not mm-hmm. letting Lily walk all over him. For so actually opening his mouth and learning to communicate. Mm-hmm. Instead yes. of his normal, well, we can just talk about this later. Or stay yeah. silent in the corner. Very like, passive. Finally, yes. you said something and it mattered. Right, I, I know. Mm-hmm. And, and how we found out about this whole Ben-Serena situation was actually interesting because while Blair and Dan were doing investigation, uh, were working on all this research and trying to figure and pe- put all these pieces together, we see Nate bump into Ben in prison. Oh my, that's so funny to say. They bump into each other. <laughs> He's like, wait, hey you. <laughs> hey, I think I know you. So right I after he happened to get off the phone. Right, exactly. Yeah. Perfect timing. How did that happen? <laughs> I know. Anyway, though, so we see them, uh, Nate, see Ben, and Ben's like, make sure Serena's safe. So we do see that Ben does care a little bit about Serena, even though we thought Ben was a freaking psycho person earlier, and he ends up not being that psycho. And and Nate comes into this whole situation, so I thought it'd be fitting to talk about the Nate situation. And Nate and his dad, that was so funny, by the way. Oh, I have TV privileges. Let's I watch know. the game, old buddy, old pal. Like, <laughs> okay, cute. cool, Dad. Everything's cool. Yeah, yeah. I know. It was cute, but what do we think's going on with his dad? Is his dad really looking to try to get out? Is he trying to screw over the mom? What was going on there? I mean, do we even know at this point? I couldn't tell who was telling the truth, whether mm-hmm. his dad really was changed or... I'm hoping that his dad changed just by, the, just by the fact that he was willing to go into a halfway house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that, that like, seems legitimate. He's trying, yeah, but like, he, I feel like he knew Nate would never let him do that. See, I don't. I think he was surprised, like... I think he was genuinely happy that he said that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. When it comes down to it, he's dealing with the same thing that Serena is dealing with. It's like, will his the closest people to him are like doubting him? Mm-hmm. So it's like you never know. You never know. Well, I, you know what I, I like though. I like when TV shows show you that people really can change. Mm-hmm. I like that message. I'm not sure if I completely believe it in every case, but I like the message that. People can change 
when certain things happen. Mm -hmm. And I liked the fact that they showed that Serena didn't sleep with her old teacher. I liked the fact that she really didn't do coke, didn't do these drugs, didn't try to kill herself, whatever it was that that could have happened. I liked that they showed the opposite. So I kind of feel like while they're showing that she has changed, they're going to try to show that he has not. I don't Mm -hmm. think he has. I don't trust him. I know. I know. Differing opinion. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And by I'm not sure, I mean I'm really not sure. This one could go either way. Because I don't really know him that well. I can't read his vibe yet. It's definitely more more so in prediction, so. Well, I mean, speaking of, you know, whether he manipulated Nate or not, I don't think so. Because if you look at his acting, you know, it's, he didn't do the, uh. The old, like, uh, you know, you say one thing, oh, I'm just going to go to the halfway house and, like, look sad at your son as you say it. You know I mean? Yeah, I know. That. That's what I think. And the art of acting. Yes. So, you know, I, I, I think he was being more genuine than... You know, well, that's what Rob it seemed like last time, but then he was about to book the country. He, like, almost booked it out of the country and left his family there before he went to prison. Nate turned him in. Yeah, mm. that's true, and I, and you know, I I see both sides, and and that's really all I can say about that is that one one of the two things is going to happen. I'm yeah. such a genius, I know. It's yeah. either this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but more about Lily. Something we haven't touched upon is the Lily Chuck situation. You know, Chuck. Oh. Chuck Chuck is a very interesting person in this episode because Chuck kind of seems to be the voice of reason. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He kind of sits there, lays back, looks at every situation, and you see him say that everybody has sort of messed up at one point, and it's okay, and then Rufus turns to Chuck, and we hear him say, yeah, except when you're the collateral, and then make Lily tell Chuck, and then Rufus made Lily tell Chuck what happened. And Chuck loses it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's so true and so funny how calm you can be and how much you can see things from a bigger perspective than when it's happening to you. Yeah. It's like when you hear a joke and you're like, wow, that is so freaking funny. And then somebody is like, what if that happened to you? And you're like, Oh my god, I think I'd kill myself. Like I, yeah. I don't know, that was like a really big aha moment for me when I was like, yeah, see, it's easy to stay calm when you're not the one being screwed over. Like yeah. Chuck try to tell Serena to stay calm right now. Yeah. Cuz it's not you. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, yeah, if I was Serena, I would lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, She's every right to. At first I was trying to tell myself well, well, Lily, I've never been a mom before, mm-hmm. so I can't understand where Lily is coming from. And maybe maybe she was trying to do the right thing. But then I realized, like, no, Lily really is kind of a, a douche sometimes, you yeah. know? Like, she really messed it up. She was selfish. Time. I think it was to literally save their reputation. Yeah. That's what it was. And, and you know, she, she has a long history of acting this way. That's what this was showing us. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Serena's now 20. And that was when Serena was 16. So, for four years at least, Lily's been acting this way, making decisions based on covering up things or Mm. showing that her family is great, superior. Getting remarried a bunch of times. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Do we think that Serena had a right to blow up her mom's spot like that? That when she just walked the in there and said that at the party? I think Serena had a right to blow up at pretty much anyone she wanted. Yeah. Or, like, maybe not the right, but the, like, excuse behind it. Yeah. After being just betrayed and, like, so wronged. But what I really, along your point, what I really realized in this episode is how mean Lily can be. Yeah. Like, I've always kind of just excused it, like, oh, well, she's trying, or mm. she's just influenced by the society she's grew up in, but she does this to everyone. Like, this is her family. Yeah. And I understand she's trying to protect people in but some there's aspect, a line. but yeah. she doesn't trust the people she's trying to protect. She doesn't, t- like, communicate with people she's trying to protect, like... Yeah. I just, I feel like it all comes back to protecting Lily. It was yeah. so interesting that she was giving that speech, saying, and something, something, because my family has always guided me. And I, and I was thinking, she always says that. Mm. She always uses that excuse. I was just trying to do what was best for my family. Yeah. I was just thinking about what was best for you. I'm just thinking about my family. I was just thinking about you, Serena. I was just thinking about you, Eric. Thinking about you, Rufus. I don't know who she's thinking about because it doesn't seem that she's thinking about herself either. She just is thinking about a reputation. Yeah. And who cares what your reputation is when nobody that you care about respects you? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there was just a really big commentary about their society through her. About mm-hmm. how they all want to put up this huge image of how perfect they are. And I think it would also pro- um, notice to that was Serena's younger brother being like, no, this is where she is. Yeah. No, this is all that. And that was always put against Lily throughout the episode. Yeah. And Lily, that thing that he, she said to him, just being like, you need to know the difference between honesty and like... Uh, yeah, complete honesty and... Being an adult. Discretion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. And about how that's how adults are. You learn what to say. I'm like, no, you're learning to be a liar. You're learning to be fake. Like, that's not Mm -hmm. being mature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like that saying that we always used to hear or still even hear as kids. You'll understand when you're older. You'll understand when you're an adult. And it's it's like, do you understand more when you're an adult or do you just learn how to manipulate Mm -hmm. more sometimes? Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's the same cliche as like, Kids say the darnest things because, like, they see they see the truth and things that yeah. adults mm-hmm. want to hide. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It's it's hard because people look at Serena sometimes and they're like, "Look at this kid. She's off her rocker." But like, look at her mom. Look at her parents. She she didn't have a dad for quite some time. Like, she doesn't really know what what's right from what's wrong. Her the boy that she hooks up with is her step brother she (sighs) she always wanted older men like she's gone for two teeth it's just like this poor kid Mm -hmm. yeah i'd be freaking messed up too yeah seriously but i I don't mean to be on the poor serena train because it's like all right she's beautiful (laughs) and she does have a great life and a piss ton of money and And great clothes and great and great clothes a nice smile and pretty hair (laughs) and, and a good and a good um best friend even though today we saw that blair kind of blows it sometimes, but in general. Hmm. Uh, but we were talking about family business before, so I, I want to go on to our special segment. All right, what what are all of our experiences with business, family business? So not not family topics, not family information, 
business, literally business. That's your family's, you know, your dad's working, to, your dad and your uncle working together, you working with your dad, your sister working with your brother, from lemonade stands to real office jobs, whatever it is, what is our experience with this? Well, I think that everybody is especially... talking to two sisters right now. <laughs> working together. There we go. Well, basically, everyone in our family has worked together. My parents worked together. Our brothers worked with them at some point. My dad owns a company. Cousins. Everything. Cousins. Anyone. So people really want to like. It seems like they all want to help each other out, but at the same time, it's like everyone needs to make decisions for them, like business decisions for themselves. Also, it's really important if you make a business decision and it's a family member, they might take it personally. Because mm -hmm. it's family and it's close. Uh-huh. I totally am hearing you on that one. Before I even comment, I want to get over to you, Sarah. What's your family business experience? My family business experience is that um, my stepfather actually, he he has two jobs, but um, he has a startup company um, that's kind of like his hobby, but it's like growing. And my mother has done some business on the side with them for that and mm -hmm. I also worked for them and it's just very interesting because um, one thing that's gone on is they're developing a new product so I was really there at the beginning and it's interesting to see when co-founders have to make decisions and I tried to separate myself from being related because I didn't want to be seen as like on one side or that mm -hmm. I wasn't pulling my weight so I really wanted to, you I feel like when you're in a family business people need to in my opinion need to remember like you're still at a job like, yeah. it might be your family, but you shouldn't take that for granted. Like, mm -hmm. they're still giving you an opportunity. You need to prove yourself. You don't get to just slack off. Uh-huh. And I think that's something that can really get lost, and that was something I worried about. I didn't want people to think that I didn't deserve it yeah, or to work that, harder. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally Rusty, with you. Rusty, I really want to hear Wait, before opinion. I... I'm, I'm going last. i got to throw it over to the booth right now. What's going on, <laughs> Phil? He, he kind of gave me the point to himself like call on me call on me <laughs> family business no way well my my experience with family business it only goes so far as watching uh donald the donald trump's <laughs> but, uh, very good, good. The osborns yeah, so i mean they see they seem to be uh, pretty functional oh yeah oh definitely good call. Good yeah. call. not the osborns good example but, uh, <laughs> but the trumps the, the, well i mean if, if you rate success on how much money people have then family business is the way to go i guess in those <laughs> cases oh, sure, i don't know donald trump poor guy poor no yeah. money what a yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd think he'd be able to buy some hair like implants or something. <laughs> no. anyway okay family business for me my grandpa owned a real estate company, and when he passed away, he left it to my dad and my dad's three siblings. So the four of them are in real estate together. They each have equal pull. And my grandma doesn't work with them, but she gets the fifth cut. So there's five, they always split everything five ways. Wow. And it has torn part of my family apart because... There are lies, manipulation. Some people do under-the-table deals, take more money for their family. Like, it's been wow. really, really bad. And some Thanksgivings are very awkward. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. you'll so be sitting hard. there yeah, with your brother, hard. and you'll want to be like, I know you just sold that parking lot in Arizona without giving me a cut of my freaking money. Yeah. You know? Like, Not cool. oh, awful. it's crazy. And wow. it's, it's also hard because since there are four of them that make the decisions, that's a two-two. Like you know, you need you need a three-person vote in order to be able to mm. do something. But they always go two and two. So 
because two of them always pair one way and two of them always pair the other way. It's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. So they always uh, ask my grandma if they need a fifth vote. And she doesn't know what the hell is going on. So she'll just, whoever she's been talking to more at that time, she'll just Mm -hmm. go that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, Jesus Christ, my dad tells me all the time, don't do it. Don't get in business with your family unless you share common values, unless you have Mm -hmm. common opinions. Get in business with your family if you're looking at them and saying, wow, that person would be a good business partner. Mm-hmm. You know? I guess you never really know. It, it is true. It. But you don't want to look at somebody and say, oh, that's my brother. I should work with him. You want to look at somebody and say, oh, he seems like a really smart business guy. Maybe we should team up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think another really big thing of family business is that people need to realize, like, who's the most in charge. Like, I know for, mm-hmm. in my experience, like, my mom is an extremely, extremely smart businesswoman. Like, she climbed the ranks all on her own, all this stuff. And now she has been pulled in to help um, my stepdad's company because they needed, like, her expertise. And she was more pulled on as a consultant. But it's hard for her because she's worked for all these big companies and now right. she's trying to work for a startup. So she, I constantly see her being like, okay, I have to remember who I'm working for. Like, this is their company. I can't tell them how to run this because it's mm. theirs, even though I've done this. It's hard when and you feel so like you know more. You have to, like, mm. slip in advice with never, but without pushing that line of this is what you should do. Like, what, Power yeah, struggle. What I've found is it's always best to make people think that something's their idea. Yeah, right. so you never go out and exactly say what you exactly. want. You don't say this is the idea. You say, like you you give point A, B, C, D, and then the other person goes, "Aha! What if mm-hmm. we did this?" And you're like, "Wow, that's a great yeah. idea." Mm-hmm. You, can, you can give that advice to your mom. Yeah, for, <laughs> for me, she's pretty good at it. I say her just just be like, "Oh, I don't know what to do," and then somehow it gets put mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's funny, but I, I don't know. And like recently. Uh, my my dad is kind of, he used to be in the entertainment business and is kind of making his way back and he's working on this television show right now that he's starting up and we've been talking about me being on it or something and it's like, it's very risky because he can't hire me because I'm his daughter. Right. He has to hire me because he thinks I'm the best. Mm. And so I always say that to him. I'm like, this is your idea. This is your thing. If I'm not right for this, yeah. don't put me in this, you know? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, yes, you are. But my whole life, my dad's the most supportive person ever. He wants to help me out, you know? Yeah. So you can never really tell, like, is he trying to help me out or does he think this is the right move? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very, very tricky. But uh, the, uh, we completely got off of the Gossip Girl track, which is the Lily and Char and, and Chuck I was going to call him Charles. It just sounds weird when I say that. <laughs> Lily and Chuck situation, it's like, wh- who's right is the company? Should Lily be able to sell it? No way, right? No. No, no way. They like, just no married him, and, like, it's Chuck. It's a very backstabber thing to do. Very, that's what I thought. And and why did she sell the company? Because she couldn't, couldn't she didn't feel like she could handle it anymore? That's what Or just to get it out of, be, or just because she didn't want Chuck to ever be able to have it. I don't know. That's what I've been wondering, because... Was she planning on selling the company before Chuck kind of hinted that yeah. he wanted to buy it back? Is this mm-hmm. in the long run? Like, I know there's a board. Is she the sole reason they're well, convincing? Is mm. this the best effort? It's just, I feel that if it was an actual thing that she felt like was best for the company, she would have had the guts to tell him. Yeah. Right. They would have talked about it. Yeah. Right. The fact right. that it's she's doing point. it behind his back yeah, she kind of is like something, something exactly. wrong. And that's her whole problem. If she had thought that Serena was sleeping with her teacher and she confronted Serena and Serena had said no, 
and yeah. really convinced her, and she hadn't gone behind her back, it would have been different. If she had confronted Chuck and been like, listen, listen to this plan, and he had said yes, then he would have been all for it, you know? And and speaking about family business, it's not exactly a business, but Ben and Juliet kind of working together to take down Serena, it's like yeah. you always kind of want something different. You have different motivation and mm. different lines, what you will do, what you will cross and what you won't. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same. It's the whole boundaries. It's the power. It's the what's the goal? What's yeah. the initiative? What do you want? And people get confused, and that's when the problems start. You exactly. know, Lily's issue really seems to be that she doesn't. There's no one in the world that she can trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's completely done that to herself. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? She really could have trusted Rufus. Yeah. She really could have. Yeah. And and Chuck and Serena kind of, like you know like yeah. I don't know. When you look around and you're that paranoid with everybody, that's tough. And when you can tell someone, like she tells Chuck, um, that he's almost like family, or like she she says on the lines, but you're doing this behind his back? Yeah. Yeah. How is that anyway like family? Like, this is his Because that's what she knows of family. Yeah. That's that's, what she thinks of family. That's what she does to her family. To Serena. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean much to her. So, family business means. Business first, then family, mm-hmm. you know? Or making Lily look good for her business through her family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awkward twists and triangles. <laughs> I know. So, so crazy. But I wanted to get to our news and gossip now. Ooh. After Buzz TV News. So, don't plan on saying goodbye to little Jay anytime soon. Taylor Momsen shot down rumors that she's been fired. She says, It's complete BS. I'm still on the show. Please don't buy the crap of the magazines. Oh, no. (laughs) Too bad. Do you think she's just trying to, like, get a spot, keep her spot? I don't know. I feel like such a flip-flopper on this one because sometimes when I hear she's back, I think it's like, oh, goody, drama. And sometimes I think, oh, Jesus Christ, I hate this girl. Yeah, she's getting really obnoxious. Who knows? Well, Blake Lively is doing her part to keep France's economy afloat. The beauty hit boutiques of Paris with a pal on Friday, tearing through the racks with a fervor. Oh, so trendy. Oh, wow. She's just <laughs> Paris and France, and yes. oh my gosh, you're so awesome. Of course, your style is great. You have unlimited access to money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my style would be great, too. Mm-hmm. More on her style. Blake Lively brought her sister Robin to Footwear News' annual Achievement Awards at MoMA. She said there she um, was there in honor of the person of the year who was Christian Louboutin. She says, I own so many pairs of his shoes, I should be institutionalized. <laughs> Honey, she should say that. Yes. Very. <laughs> 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 Meester can't get enough of Gwyneth Paltrow, who's her co-star and country song. She says, she's gorgeous without any makeup on it, and she comes to set at 5 a.m. looking really hot, which is really great. So excited for that. It's like your little girl crush, you know? Yes. I love hearing that celebrities have other celebrity crushes. Yes. It's very cute. And and did anybody see Gwyneth Paltrow on Glee, was it, the other? I did. I thought... I had mixed feelings oh, oh about God, it. Oh, my God, She was excellent. I don't know. I had some mixed feelings. Mm. Anyway, spoiler alert. Um, Desmond Harrington is set to make a return to the show next year. He will reprise his role as Jack Bass on um, mm. uh, February. Well, I could have told you this after hearing Blair run to, run to Chuck and say, oh, No, you can't. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jack lives there. Don't go. Mm-hmm. Guess it helps with our predictions. It's well, <laughs> and that's our AfterBuzz TV Gossip Girl news and gossip for the week of December 6th, 2010. I, I, I didn't even get to say that with the end with Chuck and Blair. Really? No holiday love in there? No, no kiss no. or anything? Not even a No surprise hug. present? No. Yeah, I, I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, he just left. He, he has no he can actually sleep. He, he said, Happy holidays, there. <laughs> mm. And the elevator doors closed on him. Uh, Couldn't it have even so been some, like, <laughs> she gives a view that only he could see as the elevator's door closed? Yeah, like, I nothing. know. I know. And he just turned when the door was closing and talked to Nate. To talk to Nate. I was yeah. like, Really? You're not going to, like, stop for a second and be like, <gasps> or, like, she's going to run after the door and you're going to run to the door. She's going to come downstairs. Nothing. nothing. Even a wink. Well, you know mm. that that can bring us to our predictions. Mm. I guess predictions are more what we think are going to happen, less what we want to happen. But sometimes I get very confused on what it is that I want and what mm. it is that I think, and mm. I guess that has to do with every part of my life too. <laughs> but okay, so we see a bunch of bizarre little things happening, and and everyone is against Lily, and people are yelling and. I don't know. Did anybody catch a clear preview? This is what I was really thinking. I was just like, this is a preview to the next, what, two months or month and a half of their life? Well, January 24th is when it comes back on, so you can listen to us. So that's like a long period of time. And this Mm -hmm. is Gossip Girl. So much can happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how far can this go? Like, we see some little ends of... Blair and Dan possibly becoming friends? Who knows? And then Serena goes and visits Ben, and I'm just like, oh no, what if she falls for Ben? And then what about mm-hmm. Nate? Isn't She's done all this stuff to Nate. What if she's, like, torn between these two now? I'm like, how can she do this? I'm running all these scenarios in my head just because there's so much time. Yep, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. So, so let's try to break it down here for a second. The road trip that Serena takes by herself, we see that she doesn't... She's not on the road for very long. She stops to talk to Ben. What comes of that? Is she trying to rekindle something? Are there sparks? Is it appropriate now that he's no longer her teacher? Would we be in favor of them starting something up? Or do we like where she is with Dan? What are we thinking on those levels there? I just don't... Go ahead. (laughs) I I, I just hope that she's going to just make the air clean and then she's going to leave. Not gonna happen. <laughs> Obviously. So what? So what is gonna happen? She's gonna sparks are gonna fly and they're gonna fall for each other and it's we decide it's okay because they look the same age. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like, poor Nate. I mean, you struggle this long against. I mean, poor, poor Dan. Dan. Right. Struggle yeah. against, against Nate. Nate, and now it's like, oh, off a whim that she's gonna fall for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan is too available. Do we think that Ben is good looking? No. I'm, I'm giving it a one thumb up, one thumb down. Yeah, he's I'm okay. I'm giving it a both thumbs down. I mean, maybe if he was really smart and, like, really awesome. You mean if you met him in real life and he was a person, yeah. you <laughs> might get a drink with him at a bar somewhere? Maybe, if he paid for it. But you wouldn't be like, oh, that's the guy that yeah. I have to wander up to. Because any of these other guys, let's be real, if you see them out, if even if they weren't celebrities, you're like... Oh, 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 yes. my gosh. Oh, wow. oh, my gosh. He's kind of like, you're a little geeky looking. You could maybe be cute if I knew you. If you're going <laughs> to talk to me, I would speak with you. 
Yeah, exactly. Wow, I just sounded so bitchy. <laughs> no, I did not mean it that way. Yo, I meant in a sexual way. You got to protect yourself. There's yeah. too many people. You know, you know. <laughs> okay, so that that's what we think is going to happen there. What about this Blair Dan situation? Are they? It almost looked like they were flirting. Maybe they'll fall in love and then it'll be okay for Serena. And- I was going to make that <laughs> prediction. I think maybe a drunken night. Yeah, maybe a drunken mm. night, but I could never see the two of them together. Never. It's like the opposites of the show. Yeah. At the same time, I knew when he said he wasn't going to go on the road trip with Serena, something something weird was going to happen. Every time they're apart, something weird happens. Every time Dan and Serena are apart? Dan and Serena are apart. And Blair and Serena are apart. Yeah. Something weird happens. Yeah. Something's there definitely going to happen, I think. And what, what do we think about the Nate situation um, and Nate's dad and mom? So are they definitely getting divorced? And what was his mom saying about what's best for her? And I don't I, even get her. I think there's someone else. She's yeah. So, mm-hmm. She's so weird. Yeah. yeah, she's way a pushover, and then all of a sudden she, like, doesn't want... Or once the divorce, when she yeah, never... Yeah, something went. happened that we missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Julia, is Julia... Okay, we have to talk about the Brooklyn Trio for a second. How long's Juliet gone for? How long's little Jay gone for? How long's Vanessa gone for? Are any of them coming back? Are they all coming back? Or what, what do we think? Starting with Juliet, is she on the show? And is she a terrible person? Does she find a way to redeem herself? Do they gang up against her? I don't think she's needed back on the show, but I feel... That just from what I've heard and rumors and such, that the producers of the show and even the stylists of the show really like her. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to try and work her back in, even though I feel like she's not necessary. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want her to come back, but. But I feel like they like her, so that people are going to make efforts. Yeah, but what if they bring her back and they're like, oh, she's a changed person and she learned from this experience and (laughs) you should all love her and everybody does. I'm going to vomit. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be horrible. (laughs) Okay, little Jay, we just heard that she said she's not fired, she's back on the show. Oh, my God. I I don't know. So she's obviously back. Vanessa, she's the most unnecessary character ever. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're going to bring her back. What do you think is going to happen when she comes back? I mean, last I time... Like, Dan you know. again when Serena goes and leaves and is with Ben or something? But oh. is Serena going to talk to her after, like, what she did and then ran away? Well, she seemed cool with Juliet. Yeah, but that's... Who knows? Yeah, yeah. but Juliet came... Like, I, I think yeah, Serena could appreciate that Juliet came clean about the entire situation. Right. And I, I don't know. What do we think is going to happen with Lily? Oh, no. oh I guess we're going to just have she's to wait screwed. and see. I mean, I mean, she's totally screwed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lucas and Lily divorce? Mm-hmm. I think something's going to get What, would that be her 10th divorce? Yeah, pretty much. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's like the Friends Ross syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved that show, too. Such yes. a good show. So good. Not as good as my gossip girl. Hells now. <laughs> For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching TV. And see you next year. Merry Christmas, everyone. January 24th. And happy Hanukkah. Those are the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.